was it? Too loud. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Low High Trips and this is your host Aaron. Once again, we have Casey back with us and right before we hit record, we were actually just talking about uh, the several concerts that we've attended over the past year. Namely, Tame Impala, which was potentially the best experience of my life. Man I Trust, I didn't know that they would sound that good live. Yeah as well as DPR Live and Ian. And obviously, the closest that I've been to a K-pop concert is attending and watching DPR Live and Ian live in person, which is completely not even close to being a K-pop concert just because they're Koreans. So you you were telling me that K-pop concerts are extremely different. You told me like, oh, I didn't know what's all these rules, what's all this en- encore, right? Like one more song, one more song. Like what the fuck is that shit? Just do it. Just play it, man. Stop like push-pulling. Anyway, I'm not going to stop ranting, but can you please enlighten us about what K-pop concerts entail? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like spazzing, like fucking caffeinated. So I'm just like, oh. Uh, first, um... I'm just speaking on my own behalf and uh I think it's more like how I maybe like how I prepare for a concert in that sense and the context would be like how I used to prepare going to K-pop concert in Hong Kong obviously because I was from Hong Kong it was kind of my um hardcore K-pop fans phrase era yeah era in that sense and um and FYI the context would be EXO at the time and I think um I think that's why I kept saying like I kind of don't know how to add outside of K-pop concert because my first exposure to concept would be a K-pop concert and um then I realized obviously after I stopped following K-pop like not stop as after I start going to non-K-pop concert I realized it's so different everyone's so chill everyone really enjoy the music to me which was something new and um but anyway yes when it comes to K-pop concert it's really different um I'll say I'll probably break it down as like how from the start how I got the ticket first so it's quite different from um the normal concert that we usually go. For example, like Men I Trust, Tame Impala, we kind of just like, you just do your best, you know, open the official website, you click, yeah. right? So Open on the days of, inshallah. Yeah, so there's no such thing in like like this in Hong Kong. So a lot of time when it comes to, for example, uh, K-pop, especially, I'm not going to talk about, you know, um K-pop concert in Japan because uh the whole ticket system is very different. For example, when it comes to EXO, you're supposed to be XOL uh, Japanese fan club for you to enter. Like the whole system is very different. Technically, you have to be Japanese to buy the tickets and they use your own ID and stuff. So um it's very difficult to go to their concert in Japan so I kind of gave up on the idea and Korea is quite difficult as well but Korea technically the ticket themselves are cheap but because you basically almost impossible for you to be fast enough to click the ticket baba so it's always second hand the, the tickets almost I, I dare to say no first hand tickets and that was the same case um in Hong Kong as well and uh FYI K-pop concert in Hong Kong is quite difficult because at the time there was this like I I did I I think um 
I think it's still in place, the Korea-China ban. So uh, for the longest time, uh, Korean artists, Korean um, idols, they were banned to go to China. So the Chinese government, they had this ban to be like, um, they don't want too much Korean influence on Chinese teens, apparently. So they like, for the longest time, they kept going to China to do all the tours because China is such a big country. that so you, Imagine you just do tour for every city. You earn so much. Then they suddenly out of nowhere, one day they just cut it. So from now on, they can only come to Hong Kong because um, technically Hong Kong is not under China government. But yeah, because of that, so they had to, they, they've been coming to Hong Kong. But instead of, let's say, coming to Hong Kong two days tour, they start doing three days, four days like that. And the crazy thing, the ticket in Hong Kong was so hard to get because all the fans from China, they would travel from China to Hong Kong to watch. The demand Exo. is insane. Yeah, yeah, supply. because they don't come to China anymore, so they have to travel to Hong Kong to watch EXO. So the demand supply was basically crazy, and a lot of time there's I don't know how you call that like, um, the 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 secondhand seller reselling. I think. Yeah, yeah, Resell. it's a lot of time. Um, Scalpers. We didn't really have a a proper system as in legally to to uh, monitor all these ticket sales so a lot of scams and stuff and a lot of time you basically can't get um online ticket like in, hand tickets. Yeah, that's almost impossible. And it's very common for them to reserve tickets internally. So basically, it's a second-hand system. You always buy tickets from someone. It's so never it's from, always second-hand. Yes, it's never official website. That honestly and it's sounds stressful. fucking expensive. Yeah. And a lot of time, uh, the best scenario is that you know someone, for example, I don't know if you remember, like, a lot of, like, honky movies that we've watched, like, they have this uh, logo... Uh, something media so that one is one of the biggest um company entertainment industry so they kind of like have um they do a bit like movies music blah 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 so like a lot of time like uh, you always know like friends 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 mom friends that work in that industry to get you a ticket something like that yeah. so um that's the easiest way or the different way would be if you really have no connection no network you just you just try a luck and you buy a ticket online Second. which is really expensive yeah. which i've done both and i really have to say there's no other way for you to get the the ticket online official like from the official website all you can get is probably the cheap cheap ticket like like the 100 australian dollars ticket like which you probably you can't even see you don't I even like know how that, that is. is considered cheap cheap tickets yeah 100 australian dollars yes yeah, so I, i'll break down the the most my back in the days <laughs> at that time it was actually a very uh rewarding i dare to say career in that sense a lot of people if they somehow manage to get the ticket they'll double the price and resell it and i dare to say if they double the price you're lucky and at the time for me a chronic um i'll say yes k-pop a chronic stand. k-pop like i'll say a chronic xo fan at the time what's the, the xol l what's l um loser no <laughs> but actually i actually don't like to use the term xol it sounds so <laughs> fake because it's so official like but um, we don't necessarily call ourselves like that and especially for me like bunnies. i i specifically i like sehun like k-pop as a big group like i'm okay so I'm I'm a bit like the toxic ones. Yeah. So Sehun is the visual of the group, right? Yeah, and visual dancer. and the dancer. Yeah. Okay. But um. So yeah, Sehun is my favorite member, and what you guys like to call bias, something like like yeah, Sehun stand, like stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, Sehun was my favorite member, and at the time, for example, when it comes to K-pop concert, they're always like standing song and standing song and sitting, right? So for you to like someone so much, for example, when it comes to uh Hong Kong concert, it always when like, wherever is 
OSR tour, they always start from Korea. So from Korea and then they went different stop. I we would always some like someone's gonna do it. I'm not doing it, but I will research how Sehun's gonna walk. For example, uh one concert they're probably like twelve or fifteen songs. So all the songs, how many times Sehun gonna stand on the left or how many times Sehun gonna stand to the right. And a lot of time that's the main stage, the one you see and they have the extended stage and when it comes to K pop concert uh, if any of you or the audience, you've never been to a K-pop concert, I strongly, highly recommend you to go to at least one K-pop concert. It doesn't have to be EXO, can be anyone. Ideally, the big one, because when it comes to K-pop concert, they do so much extra fan- fancy shit. For example, for me, uh, EXO, they like doing anything with fucking water or whatever stuff. And lightsabers. I saw. I was so, like, what the yeah. hell, bro? So they would actually, they they probably make the stage like it's raining and stuff. They just dance in the rain, that kind of shit. So like, Half we naked. call it, we, yes, we call it <laughs> holy water. So when they like spin and shit, the water literally like spill into your face. That's the holy water, by the way. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so being uh Sehun stand so I had to beforehand prepare how basically his his walk I his formation yes but the is, formation. It, is it consistent though like how do you know about con- his formation in the first place so usually? basically when it comes to stage for example um for example like new jeans oh my god so a lot of time you have the uh, specific position you have to stand there so you can't move everywhere they would change the formation but you can't go too far from that it's but a dance routine for yeah, example yeah and performance routine yeah, when yeah. it comes to k-pop concert it's very normal very common for us to have what we call talk so uh, we dance dance sing sing for like two three songs then we stop for a bit we stand there everyone stand in the light talk 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 and because FYI Sehun and Chanyo like two different members they're the tallest ones so Sehun tends to be in the corner either left or right so I basically have to research beforehand where he's gonna stand then I have to buy the ticket so, so it's all scripted in a sense that his position and formation where he stand would be scripted yeah so it's decided yeah, beforehand. Yeah, yeah. So it really depends Organized. on the first tour, like the first um concert of the tour. And then a lot of time obviously he would run to both left and right, but there is let's say sixty percent or seventy percent he would likely to be on the left hand side. So I'm gonna go for left hand side and a lot of time the easiest way to put it. Uh for example, uh the concert, the stage, you have the main stage, and then they have the extended like a little runway here, and there's like let's say a circle or something like that. So a lot of time we separate, for example, left left, right, eight, standing song A, B, and then the big one at the end, that's standing song C like that. And a lot of time, their numbers, for example, um, standing song A, then there's one to 500. Like, I think usually like one standing song can take around like four, 500 people like that. So it really depends on the number you get. So basically the smallest, the, the smaller number you get, basically the smallest one, number one, is the best because you're the first one in line. So when it comes to concert, you have to get there early to, to line up to queue. So you'll be the first one when they open the door you literally the first one run in so you can pick whatever spot you want so if you are like number 500 you're gone so the numbers are basically your numbers on the queue yeah yeah so how you can go in but but depends if you can maybe run faster than, uh... yeah exactly <laughs> yeah exactly no it's i'm not joking yeah. exactly yeah it, it does have an impact how fast you run and uh usually it doesn't really make a difference the first 10 because there's still so much space but it's different when you're like 200 because in front of you you already have probably two three layers of people there and um so yeah that's usually how i um my 
should I say strategize? Like yeah. how to plan out what song I'm supposed to get. And unfortunately, you're fucked if let's say you like this certain member and this member stand with another popular member. So that song is fucking expensive. Because the demand is yes, really high. Yes. And then another song, let's say if with less popular members. So different songs come with different prices because they know who's more more popular. So different I'll say zone? Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I'll say, uh, for example, at the time, um, the for me, I'm kind of like all of nothing. It's like I either just go home watch, or if I'm go there, I have to be in the front row. I have to go there standing song. I like to be squeezed so tight, like I can't breathe. Like it's kind of like bit like the adrenaline wash. Semi concerning, but yeah, yeah, yeah. On. I I don't know. I feel like I felt so alive when I was in the standing song, and I feel like I felt when so hyperventilating. Yeah, like caffeinated in that sense. Like obviously after that, I crashed, but it doesn't matter. So for me, I would always go for um obviously within my financial budget that I can how far I can go. The standard price for let's say standing song would be around I'll say those I get from. 800 Australian dollars to 1,000 Australian dollars and just you know the smallest number Oof. I've ever got the smallest one is still 60 something you mean the, the smallest number you have on that the queue? financially I could afford 60 is 60 something, something. and that's 1k Aussie. 1k 1k Aussie so Aussie I can Ooh. probably and it really depends on uh, the location as well that's why it's quite common for example um, again um, I'm from Hong Kong so I dare to say I'll pay in Hong Kong is quite good compared to some of the other Asian countries so sometimes it's actually better for us to travel somewhere for example like Malaysia to watch a concert because mm. with the same amount of money the currency I can yeah I can probably get like number 110 in Hong Kong but with the same amount of money I can get like number 60 in mm. Malaysia with the same price so it makes more sense for you to travel yes yes saving money sometimes that could be the case so obviously beforehand network network like friends friend like hey here's my money and a lot of time that's why it was so common for people to get scammed and now I believe Hong Kong they have better system about but at that time I didn't have it so fortunately I didn't get scammed so I I pay uh, quite common, eight hundred to thousand dollars for a ticket, and the fucking scary thing is like a lot of time, uh, you won't get the ticket till like the day or two days beforehand. That is scary as shit. Yeah, yeah, Yo, yeah. It's it's really common, but at the same time, because there's a community there, if someone fuck you up, you can you can post it online. The backlash. So, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like how big the person is in the community, so they can't fuck their reputation up. So. Let's say once I get my ticket like a few days beforehand, so a lot of time I'll probably like usually I have other friends who like, for example, uh like her bias is next to Sehun or like I have a friend who likes Sehun as well. So we tend to go together. And a lot of time, um the concert usually start around like seven or eight. Then I'll probably pack beforehand and it really depends on how much energy I have. Sometimes I'll go what we call airport pickup, which is fucking embarrassing I hate to say it now I'm old enough I'm not gonna do this shit anymore but it was so common can you so give some common. context how old were you back then I think I was like exactly like 17, 18 so I High started school. like working part time yeah yeah so I like to call it like discovery channel it's like you know how like around like the, the season all the animals they just move to the other side of the the country shit like that's what you see at the airport so they would uh, they would land and then they would come out of the airport very shortly probably just a few steps then walk back to the car and you just see that three seconds. Whoa. You just wait there. 
And a lot of time, um, probably like, oh, like it's the exit A, and all the no, no sounds coming from the exit B. That all the fucking like teenage girls, you just see them running across the airport. And unfortunately, I happened to be one of them. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> it was so fucking embarrassing. Like every time, I just hope. And you know how like some of the like TVB, they like to film that. Cause it's so embarrassing. Yeah. To, like, Thank to, you like, for your confession. Oh, yeah. uh, legendary like iconic popular K-pop group arrived at the air- airport. Crazy fans falling everywhere, and they just like some cameraman they will actually go there film so embarrassing every time I was there I just hope my parents never saw me but um, so it's really common if I had the energy and I would do it usually they would arrive a day beforehand that obviously they eat a bit and they'll do rehearsal so but sometimes um, which to be honest very exhausting for the K-pop idol as well they would probably arrive on the same day as well it's quite a normal thing so it really depends on my energy level so sometimes I go do the airport pickup sometimes I don't and um, FYI when it comes to airport pickup one of the things uh, is a mini store the one that the collapsible one, so okay. you can put it up so you can stand on top. Oh, so you'll yeah, be yeah. taller. And a lot of times, some people, they're fucking crazy. They get like, um the, the taller one is like a few layers so they can stand really tall. And there's this culture called, in K-pop called fansai. So, which you mean fansai? So there's some... Is it uh, like fan cam? Yeah, yeah. Basically where fan cam or the photos from. So they always carry, usually like Korean, they have more. They all usually carry like camera and they just take a lot of photos of um the, the idol. And Are a lot cameras of time, permitted in the first place? Uh, it's not in the concert, but outside of the concert, technically usually yeah. is permitted. But at the same time, like a lot of idols, they kind of rely on that to get popular. Sometimes like, um, let's say small idols, one day they just got so big because this one fan cam got viral, something like that. So um, a lot of time when it comes to, let's say airport pickup or concert, you always have to watch out for them because like, all these like, uh, Korean fans, their camera is fucking huge. They're as big as your hat and they're very expensive. Sometimes they just smash your hat to take photo. So Korean fans, they're known for very aggressive. So airport pickup is not as fun to me. Um, Doesn't like... I- it sounds chaotic. Yeah, and it's just for a few seconds. Yeah. And a lot of time, um, I would skip that. So let's say uh, put that aside for concert. I would usually get ready. Um, Ideally, if the concert start at around 7, 8, I'll probably get ready like 11, 12. And then I'll meet my friend I'm going to for lunch. And likely that will be our last meal <laughs> for lunch. What, and, la- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah then, Bro, I thought last supper. Oh, then yeah. we will start going to um the, the venue, the stadium, arena, what, what, arena? Um, whatever so you go there and you have to start queuing up and you kind of sort of like you walk around like you see how the venue is kind of thing and usually for example the concert start at seven so people go in let's say seven or eight so they start putting people in around six so the queue start around like three four so your whole afternoon you basically just go in the queue and just sit there and a lot of time why you have to arrive early for example my number is let's say uh, 60. Sometimes if uh, number 60 not here, some fuckers, they probably just grab their ticket, they're probably 120, they just walk up to 60. That's why there's always security there and you queue up like two, three hours beforehand. So you can't go there last minute. Just It doesn't mean just because you have the number, you can go in. So th- they actually cut off, let's say, one or two, three hours before they let people in. So basically your entire afternoon, you have to stay there. What time? So I'll say usually around like four or five, you have to sit there and wait till they open, like let you in around six. And after you go in, you wait for another hour because standing soon, you always go in first. And then they, they let the sitting um 
like the defense yeah, yeah, yeah. like they, then they go they in. in yeah 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 and a lot of time because obviously i'm not the shortest but i'm not the tallest either and just you know the collapsible so it's not allowed technically wow. not allowed in concert so i always had to wear like not heels but like boots but like really the high heel one oh. So yeah, I I always had to wear that, and uh, summer is fine. But some sometimes like, when it comes to uh winter, I will have to wear cold because like sometimes when it comes to queuing up, it could be outdoors, so it's fucking cold. Gee. Yeah, so you spend a few hours sitting there, and most of the time when it comes to K-pop concert, the security wouldn't necessarily treat you like humans; they treat you really badly. And a lot of time you have fight with people, not as in physical fight, but it could be physical fight. But sometimes people could steal your number, like someone just walk next to you sit down and be like what's your number then they probably hire they will probably hire they don't tell you so a lot of time like th- there's no one to regulate this kind of shit so you have to settle things yourself being honest that sounds quite toxic though yeah it's really yeah. toxic it's fucking toxic and I'll be honest with you I've been on both ends I tried to squeeze in before but I don't go as crazy so I've been to like say I'm um, 100 like 120 I try to squeeze up to like just just squeeze through to like 100 110 something like that yeah yeah, but like, uh, and I've been on the other end, I'm probably like 60 and someone like 100 tries, try to come to me sitting there. Then I found like, dude, you're not even like 62. Like you have to go back. So it happened like that. And then you sort of go in, Uh, you have a fucking run the moment they open the gate. The moment you open the gate, you have to run. And usually let's say if I'm 60, there's already, um, let's say one layer of people there. So I'm probably second one. And, but after you go in, you can squeeze. It's super toxic because you wow. squeeze people out and a lot of time, uh, here you go, Koreans, they always have the advantages, especially like uh, fan side because they yell and they tend to be the stereotype quite aggressive. So they will actually pull hair and they actually beat people up. What the hell? And they sometimes they use the camera to knock your head. It's really common. And FYI, um, uh, camera, DV, everything we're calling like not allowed in concept, but people will do it anyway. So a lot of time we have slogan that we put on our neck. So slogan, you open it, then they, you got it's like, like a scarf. Yeah, like a scarf, like Ose Hoon, and then you have his picture. So it's like when they walk close to you, you show it so they can recognize their fans. So a lot of time, for example, if I'm recording, then I'll have my scarf and I'll have my scarf cover half of my camera. So I just, 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 just stop. Just, 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 just stop. That's what we do. So ideally, when it comes to K-pop concert, go with your friends. Friends, not friends. Go with your friends. So someone to cover your ass. If someone tries to squeeze in, you two can link together. And Damn. and sometimes you can be the asshole. Sometimes someone can be the asshole. So it's really intense. And I think um a lot of time is to be honest. While while you in it, like you, the adrenaline watch is is insane. And I, I think I talk about it so many times before. Probably that's why my ears be fucked. Cause at the age like sixteen, seventeen, I've been going to K-pop concert, and I have the obsession with front the front row. So I think that's my crazy. ears so used to the boom 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 one. So um, I'm so used to it. And um, to be honest, you know how sometimes you see like I don't know maybe like Michael Jackson concert like the first row uh get to thirsty like um probably fainted then they're passing out yeah yeah it's quite common in k-pop concert as well i dare to say everyone i every k-pop concert i went someone uh got taken out like that it's very common Mm. yeah but at the same time for me my mentality is like fuck man i paid for one thousand to be here Mm. i'm not gonna let anyone to take me out 
Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, that's it's, it's such really a waste. survival of the fittest. Yeah, what the yeah, heck is yeah. This, man? It's such a waste. Physical hundred. I feel like my my maybe my feet my my I wasn't as physically fit back then, but my mentality was really strong. Yeah, resilient. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yo. So um, obviously my whole point there is just sehun, sehun, sehun. So let's say after the open gate, we went there, we picked the perfect spot, we picked the spot that yep, sehun gonna see me here. Sehun likely to like I probably count like how many times sehun would stop at this one specific spot. Then and we just stand there, so like, blah, 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 and then the people come in, sit down, then, oh, open, here's the show. And they'll do a few songs talking. So basically, what I do, I just sit there and yell his name. That's a sound, sound, sound. stand, basically. Yeah, and then I just bias. scream, like, sometimes, like, but if you think about it, there's so many people, they, they couldn't hear. Can't hear but, shit, yeah. But they'll look around, and um, the guy I like, Sehun, he's known for very, like, zen. So he always song out, which is not good. So he's doing his job, but he always song out on the stage. So he's probably looking at you, but you can see his eyes gone. It's like, like that. Like yeah, he's yeah. not really looking at you. But um, I don't know. It was true love, and I don't know what I was doing. But basically, that's just how the concert went. And sometimes, like all you want is just memory. You take videos, you you took pictures, and um, you yell his name a few times. He probably turn turn look at you, smile, wave a bit. Then like, oh my god, my life's changed. That's all. Then you kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the preparation Nirvana. and the aftermath. But the concert, like that two three hours, like is 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 the best. But at the same time, it's actually surprisingly underwhelming to be honest. So after that, underwhelming. Um, what do you mean? It's just a concert. Um, They're not gonna be like, oh my god, Casey, like uh, not gonna do but shit the like whole that. Experience is the best. So the best you do is just say hi, wave, and he waves back. And a lot of people they throw shit on the stage, which I absolutely hate. I don't do that shit. Just you know, did I? No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I didn't. So um, a lot of time it happened before. Obviously, like I said, holy water. So. I always pick the spot where he excitedly danced in the rain. So he was kick, 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 you know. My whole face is just wet. My hair is wet, but it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you paid for that shit, bro. That, that's, the, that's the holy water. And I think um, it, it's quite funny some of the times because, like I said, I, I'm Sehun Stan. So a lot of time I'm very obsessed with him. Let's say another big member's coming here. So everyone's like, oh my God, back home, back home, back home. Like, I would just turn around because I was looking for my Sehun. So I became very... Um, Visually different. I don't know mm. how to say it. Because like, imagine like you're the member walking here. Everyone's turning towards you. And this one, this one fucker just like turned her back to, to you. So obviously, I really stood out in that sense. So it happened before. So um, I guess that's probably my highlight. But anyway, At least you're very loyal. Yeah. So you're very I'm, loyal and committed. I'm very loyal. I don't really care if um, other members came to me. So, um, But at the same time, it sounds a bit toxic. But that's basically how I prepare a K-pop concert. And the aftermath is quite bad as well. A lot of time, they probably complete the concert. Blah, blah, blah. Like, bye, bye, encore. Then they might actually leave the same night which was fucking exhausting because after the concert then we'll probably go to airport uh, so-called airport drop off the same thing again and the funny thing is that a lot of time this kind of thing uh, the concert is not close to the city centre I dare to say around the airport so a lot of time the moment we pay for the concert we don't have money for accommodation okay yeah and a lot of time it's like let's homeless. say yeah homeless a lot of time Did it's you- like no, no, no. Like, for example, we finish the concert around 10. And if they take the early flight, let's say 6, what I'm supposed to do, I'm not going to go home and come back, right? So a lot of times we'll probably book the airport, nah, the hotel close to the airport or the, the concert place. Then we can just in the morning, we leave early. So a lot of time in this case, 
likely those hotels they're very fucking expensive. So we would um chip in with other probably let's say three four girls some a lot of time probably your friends or your friends friends so and half of the them you met through K-pop yeah so half of the people they're probably technically strangers and you just sleep in the same room all these like four or five girls like some in the couch some probably sleep um three girls sharing one king size bed like that so all you want is just to push through the night so wake up early do the whole airport drop off thing and then you come back so. It actually sounds so exhausting, but imagine at that time in your life, there's nothing you look forward to, and that's your highlight of your year. And you just do the same thing again. Like usually, they'll come probably three days, and that one year, that's your peak of your life. Uh, the the year. That's all you look forward to. You're yeah. planning your entire year for this three days concert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, that's my routine for K-pop concert, and overseas would be quite different as well. When overseas, obviously, um, I only start following them overseas after I got a bit older financially because I had to fly and stuff. And obviously, uh, flight ticket, hotel, and again, it's the same thing again. That's why you got really close with some of your K-pop friends because you guys stay over, sleep together, eat together, and the concert as well. So somehow you end up like meeting a lot of random people. Like I had. K-pop friends I used to be close with, they're probably 10 or 20 years older than I was and always networking because your friend's friend can help you to get the concert for, the, the ticket for the next concert. And some of my K-pop friends, even this day, we still remain really close. And obviously, some of them, like, like impressive, they, they did end up moving to Korea to study, to be in the industry with them. Like, I'm not saying, like, I had friends who met EXO before, but I did have a... I mean, we're still friends, like moved to Korea and she's working in the area. She's kind of like interpreter or something. So she helped with, for example, like album production or let's say fan side event, like the online one. So uh, they can be like, how to say, the casual interpreter. And here and there, she would come across other idols, but not EXO yet. So to me, obviously, I'm out of the... I'm I'm out of the the fan picture, base. yeah, the fan base for a long time, but it's still cool when I see people like that doing. Yeah, because you did mention like right now you've basically retired, right? Let's just put it yeah, that way. Yeah. I think that's the best way to put it. You've basically retired from being an XO stand. No, actually, that's wrong. You, I mean, obviously, you're still supporting them, but you're not like active and you're not doing this hardcore shit anymore. So yeah, how does it feel like like looking back objectively? Yeah, I think I hate people say like, because I bought a lot of merch and like one of my toxic traits is that I fucking love photo book and photo book is some sort of, it's like non-official merch. It's usually a fan site. They took a lot of pictures of Sehun then they release um, a, a, a book or like um, postcard, something like that. So my hobby at the time was to collect all photo book. And all photo book, they are probably approximately like 100, 200 pages. And they're fucking heavy. And they're what? not cheap. I showed you. 200 pages? I showed you before. But I didn't remember that it was 200 okay. pages. I showed you before. So it was quite tossed of me. So now basically at my parents' place, like I have shit tons underneath my bed. And people always be like, oh, don't you feel like it's a bit waste because you don't follow Sehun Ayo. But and I don't spend feel Because it's my youth. It's my youth. I'm not even going to resell it because I still like, I don't open it anymore. But here and there, like, once in a year or once every two years, I just flip like, oh, nostalgic. this is my life. This is my youth. This is my Worse. 18. Yeah. Like how I was when they were like that. And yeah. I think, yeah, I, and, and I, I, guess, I don't regret. Yeah. And I guess in a way, if you think about it, like that was their peak and it was the only time that they would peak. 
there's mm-hmm. no more. It's like there's no other opportunities to support them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. you can't be like you know what I'm gonna wait till I'm financially stable when I'm fifty and I'll support start supporting EXO. Yeah, bro, yeah, they're yeah. probably dead by then. <laughs> yeah, touch wood, but yes. Bit mean, but yes. Yeah, but speaking of peak, like what was your peak like moment in K-pop stand or like what is that one thing that stood out to you like? Jesus, man, I really peaked. <laughs> yeah, so um, it might sound silly for, I think, like, non-K-pop fans, but I think to K-pop fans, is really big. So um, basically, like I mentioned, there's this culture in K-pop core fan size. So I don't think it's as big when it comes to international fans, aka Western fans. But in, let's say, Korean, uh, Chinese, Japan, it was very common, like, especially big idols, um, their peak they could be having like 200 fan size so um a lot of time imagine it's like mini organization it's like i can come up with a name let's say um oh, i don't want to quote the actual name for example i can have this uh i i like erin erin is an idol and um the the fan sign name is Last of my imagine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then what I do basically, um, I go follow him. I take a lot of picture of Evan Law at the airport, concert, other public events. I take a lot of videos. And then um every year I release a photo book, usually a big ones. I release a photo book and I actually sell it. And supposedly the money would come back to me. Then I prepare birthday gift back to Evan Law. Oh. So it's uh, So it does contribute. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly, supposedly. Somehow. Obviously, yeah. if they earn a lot, somehow they use the money to help. The, like ideally, they use the money to contribute back to the what we call birthday project. And also, let's say if for them to do another overseas schedule, for example, flying to fucking Egypt. But anyway, yeah, like imagine fucking Egypt to see Sehu. Because yeah. I don't know, Sehu's now in Egypt sometimes here and there. But anyway, um, obviously at the time, um, I was in Australia and I was still actively following Sehu and but unfortunately I couldn't fly as much it's, it was very limited imagine like like flying from Austria so it was around Sehun's birthday and uh, I've been following one of the biggest fansites for the longest time and um, the fansite has been following Sehun I think since he was debut so yeah. and what like, do you mean by following? you mean like subscribing to them or actually like paying money to them or like oh, what is this? What do you no mean as in uh, physically following the, the fansite have been physically following Sehun as in taking pictures and stuff and for me I just like following as in like social media that I always in loop like what what photo Sehun has from that event. And obviously that fan side, like they're the one taking the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um at that time usually a birthday project. So the fan side themselves, they would buy a lot of gifts for Sehun and it's kind of a tradition for K pop to show how famous, how popular my idol is. It's just like uh the reputation, like uh the front basically the front to show like, oh look at my idol, he's the biggest. And FYI, um it's very common, like for big K-pop for example, like EXO for fans to buy them Rolex. What? And it happened before, for example, like motorbike. They can afford their own shit, bruh. Yes, but it's different because it's gift. That's the thing. So, um, personally, I have no opinion. Like as long as they have the money, and um, you know, I I would love it as um K-pop idols. And FYI, Sehun is a really nice person. So after a while, like he actually probably announced, please stop sending me gifts anymore. I can't afford that. He himself said that, but. It was right before he made this decision. But before that, like, obviously, the fan side themselves, they would buy a lot of fucking expensive gifts from Rolex to, like, Dior, Chanel, blah, 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 everything. So, motorbike? What the hell? Yeah, but it wasn't for Sehun. I'm, I'm saying as in another idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. didn't have a license, bro? 
Like, I mean, to be honest, their cars are really nice, like fucking Porsche and shit. Like, but it, it's the it's the heart there, you know, to buy them gifts, and a lot of time they package it nicely, and it's just to showcase. Like, look at this, how popular my idol is, and uh. A lot of time, um, the fans side they would buy their own gifts, but uh, sometimes they would take like casual gifts from like individual fans, and obviously you can send your individual gift to Sehun, but uh, just send to the office, the office building, for example, SM the agency building. But it's easier sometimes when it comes to like large fan side because like you know once they send, they send like probably like thirty gifts there, so like you can just pack everything one go send it to him. So at the time I chose that method, so I. I pick the gift and then I send it to the fan side. And at the time, I think, um, there was a period of time like Sehun really liked wearing glasses. His eyes, his eyes were really good, but he just had glasses for decoration. Oh, and aesthetic. I think, yeah, aesthetic. And I think I like him enough. I memorized every glasses that he had. <laughs> so I personally is a little bit um my own little interest as well like i like guys wearing glasses like kind of like my ideal type at the time so i was like oh i really like sehun with glasses on so i kind of kind of i'll say review all the glasses that he had then i bought another pair of glasses the, the shape the type that he never had to for him so i think it's from it was from saint louis and it was the pricing was probably like around 400 so 400 aussie dollars yeah. Australian dollar. Yeah. So it was probably like around 400 Australian dollars. So it wasn't the most expensive gift Sehun has received, obviously. But of I course, think yeah. I put in a lot of effort in like picking one that he he didn't have. And like I obviously I wrote a letter as well. <gasps> Fucking Korean. Like I don't know how bad my handwriting was. And at the time Sehun had a dog called I mean the dog is still there, called Vivi. So I had a friend at the time and she's uh K pop fans as um Excel fans as well and she herself she's a graphic designer so she actually make all this little I think I showed you before all this like sticker um, so she make VV stickers as well so basically I decorate my gift with not just the gift obviously with VV sticker and Sehun loves his dog. dog yeah yeah so that's why I was like mm, you know he better to open he, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He has is, to yeah. open it. Yeah. So that's kind of what I did. I read it. So uh funny thing from Australia, then I send Very this strategic. to um Korea to the fan base, the fan base packet, like everything, and then he sent she sent to Sehun. Then after that, I think it was probably like a month or something. Then obviously as usual, I just follow Sehun um with his stuff. And the funny thing is like I, I feel like it's so poetic in a way. He was in America. And I've been seeing him here and there. He was wearing glasses. That I was like, hmm, sounds in America with glasses. Cool. But I didn't pick up because all the pictures, he didn't take pictures of himself. And there's no HD pictures. They're all pictures like when the people on the street are like, oh my God, this K-pop idol kind of thing. So I didn't really pay attention until I think I was sleeping or something. And then like, I just got my message like, bing, 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 like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then my my friend messaged the graphic designer who designed VV sticker. Then she designed me like, like fucking Casey Lowe. Sehun wore glasses. I was like, wait, what? So it turns out I already saw I already saw him in some pictures, but I couldn't pick up at the time because the lighting wasn't the best. Yeah. And, and how it's not like we official fan Yeah. Just, so yeah, I think it was a few weeks after he received the gift. So he picked these glasses with him to go to America. So very cute thing of Sehun, how we found out because obviously the lighting wasn't the best. He didn't take the sticker off. Oh. So you know how like glasses they have a yeah, sticker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't take the sticker off. So you know it's So the I one know it's the one I bought and he basically wore the glasses for the entire trip that I will but 
basically the day I found out was actually my birthday. Wow. I don't poetic. know if the day I found poetic. out or the first day first day that he started wearing it, but basically around that time. So um basically his birthday is like early April and my birthday is like end of April. Yeah. So to me it was like my pick in my life because I caught him wearing <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I dare to say ever since that I don't think I achieved anything. But <laughs> I think that is mind blowing. So you're telling me that you actually handpicked a gift for a K-pop idol that obviously you're obsessed with. Yeah. And you send it to him via a fan service uh, mm. platform, right? Mm-hmm. And he managed to pick this gift and obviously he 99% chance he probably read your letter and I he wore so. the glasses that you chose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a gift. Yeah. And he's just rocking it yeah. on his daily life. Yeah, that's why I was like, what mm, I'm the, the chosen fuck? one. And just now, I, I like him so much. The letter, the way I wore it, it's like, it wasn't a long one, it's a short one. It's like, hey, Sehun, blah, blah, like, uh, you know the way um Asian talk is like, oh. Please DM me. No, uh, thank you for, for you being you. Like, uh, my, my life like it's easier because of your existence that you the one give me strength for me to manage my you daily are my life yeah. So, yeah yeah something like that but in a, a subtle way and like, i was putting it please stay healthy like um it's it's sad for me to see him so lonely it's totally okay too if you want someone to support you in my life and like subtly be like it's okay too even you get good girlfriend i know why i put that but i just subtly put shit like that like my yeah. letter is just so like you're my baby kind of yeah. like that and then like um yeah but in a really like mom way like yeah. i would never be upset if sehun ends up dating someone i will support whatever decisions yeah make. i think i like him so much like i get through the point like i want someone to take care of him to to like he can date someone not to take care of the woman the yeah. woman to take care of him because like he can't really cook and like the way he eats everything like and he's just not the best like even the way he dress so I kind of want like a woman to to take care of him and sometimes the way he acts I just feel like he has to be single look at the way he acts but anyway that's not important so basically the the glasses that the I was beam. like oh fuck like I've picked and like the mini community we we in like people start like we're like oh my god look at this that glasses it was my friend blah, blah. so I felt that like not like instant fame but like yeah. around the mini circle like people would recognize like, people like, like yo wow. that's insane yeah 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 and i'm pretty sure people are like, oh yeah look my friend look at the and, glasses my friend yeah and you know like not too many fans in hong kong they would go out of their way so like um but th- there's still some but not as many so i think to me it was very uh memorable and after a while i think after probably two three months and then one of the fans i said who wore, wore the glasses again and just you know because Sehun has so many like glasses clothes hats yes. whatever like th- he'll never he'll never run out of clothes so he ended up wearing the glasses again so i was like fuck like he must really like the glasses the fact he wore it twice or three times so um he wore it to one of the fans i the fans are obviously uh the fan base fan signing basically sometimes like they have event they sign for example album and stuff so you get to meet fans and obviously I was in Australia I couldn't go and the, the fans who helped me to deliver the gift to Sehun she was there so she picked that up and I think she had a chat with Sehun and be like oh Sehun you, you wore this um, glasses the second time then he was like yeah I like it blah, blah, something like that so I think the fan side at the time she was quite impressed as well so she specifically posted like oh lucky Casey Lowe your glasses got worn by Sehun twice and she actually like 
pick that out and posted it. So I was, oh, fuck, like, that's such a... That was your peak, such, man. Such an honor, I'll that was say. Your peak. And your birthday present, the best birthday gift in the world. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, I felt so guilty because it was around the time, like, my heart started, like, swinging a bit. I started watching Produce 101. So I felt so, like, caught in red hand. Like, oh, fuck, like, I was borderline cheating. How and, like, dare you this cheat is, on like, Sehun sign, like, sending to me, I should stay loyal and stuff. But... But I still end up cheating, so <laughs> I still am. I still end up moving on to one one. But anyway, that was the peak of my life. Yeah. Damn. What a just story, K-pop though. K-pop life, my, my actually, actual life. I'll be honest with you. I didn't expect like when you say like you are into K-pop. I genuinely did not foresee nor expect this level of obsession. Like I'm more than happy to call it an obsession. I think it is. Yeah, it is obsession. But if you pay attention, but the level reached though. You know what I mean. <laughs> Your peak was peak. You get what I mean. It's not just like yeah. I listened to new jeans. I bought the album. Yo, what's up? I'm a stan. I'm a bunny. Is that you imagine I mean? like if you like Ronaldo so much, you send him something and he end up using it. Yeah. In that sense, that's why it was so big to me, and I really put in a lot of effort, like picking it very person centered, like. Yeah. Uh, like, it was a very thoughtful gift, right? You didn't mention that you think a yeah, lot. Yeah, I think it's more like blah, blah, blah. I felt felt there as in like my love for Sehun. I don't just get him something that I think I'll like it. Like I actually pick something, I guess that he would like it and he confirmed that it's like Damn. the instant validation is that yeah, oh yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. I do know you yeah. quite well. Like, like I know what you I like know you to more wear. than yourself. Man. <laughs> maybe not like that, but like it's like, oh like I kinda like comfort myself like, oh yeah, you actually really like him. You know him quite well. But I think obviously it sounds crazy to outsider, but like in our own little community, it's something like really warm, like very wholesome, heartwarming stuff. But like if you look from far, like all these fuckers, they're all mentally ill. I was mentally ill. <laughs> no, no one with us, like with normal, like mentally healthy would do shit healthy like this. boundaries. Yeah, yeah. So I think now I'm so mentally stable, kind of out of it as well. So at the time, like, but no offense, I think I do feel like my happiest period in my life was around that time. So I think at the time, like Sehun was my source of happiness. And to me, it was so easy. My source of happiness is this random Korean dude from fucking Seoul mm. named On Sehun. Yeah. And because they're idle, they wouldn't show if they're sad. So when he's happy, I'm happy. New comeback, I'm happy. I guess so it's I the most think, efficient way to keep yourself happy yeah, and motivated so to keep yourself alive. Yeah, it was so easy to achieve. And like now, like, because I don't have Sehun anymore, I don't have K-pop, so I have to make myself happy, which was so fucking hard. So, <laughs> <laughs> so K-pop kind of, I think, helped me a bit in that sense, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting experience. You know, in the end, you got to keep an open mind that everyone experiencing, ex- everyone experiences things differently and to me, the moment when you say about all these things, right, it really sort of like give me some parallels to like football, which I'm not going to dive deep into, but it really reminds me of like, damn, there are a lot of fanatics out there. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, just choose your poison. Yeah. You know? But it's not poison if you enjoy it. You get what I mean? Yeah. It's like lettuce. I disagree, but okay. okay anyway, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think... Um, you know, thank you for sharing. First of all, I genuinely appreciate your confession. I think it's very eye-opening. I didn't know that it could be to that extent. And especially, I did not expect you to have this level of peak. Yeah. This peakness. Peakness. When it comes to K-pop and especially like your obsession with Sehun. But yeah, I guess uh, it did provide you with very memorable and like nostalgic experiences right now when you reflect upon so yeah, yeah I still day. I still have the postcard of him wearing that glasses so um 
good thing they released that. I mean, first of all, I think a good justification would be, you know, the fact that you directly touch his life. As in, there is a direct connection right now with that glasses being the platform for it, mm. being the medium for it. It's like, you know what? All of your expenses are borderline justified. Don't you think so? Yeah. But not like you need justification in the first place. But um, it's like, yeah. I that amount of money, if I spend on myself, I wouldn't be as happy. Wow. That is... I don't think I'll I get much happiness out of it, but it's different when I do it for him. So I think I really... Like my happiness was dependent on him at the time, which was good because you 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 basically is like contractor, you sign it yeah. to someone else, so you're not in charge for your own happiness. Mm. So I think like that was my coping mechanism at the time. Yeah, and just to wrap things up right before we close it, go and check out New Jeans Dido. Shouldn't you talk about EXO, dude? We talked no, the whole <laughs> because. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go check out um New Jeans Dido's MV because it basically sort of like summarizes and the theme is basically about obsession with K-pop idols. Yes. Go and check the review or something like the breakdown analysis or something. I think it's yeah, it it really captures your whole journey in this EXO fan base. Ish, yeah. With the happiness thing especially. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. But yeah, any final uh, advice maybe to current K-pop fans? New K-pop fans? I think, I won't say new K-pop fans. I think it's just like, obviously my way. I feel when it comes to K-pop, like not just K-pop, when it comes to things that I'm passionate about, unfortunately, I was only passionate about K-pop. Like, I feel like you either not do it, like all or nothing. I don't like people who so like wishy-washy yes. halfway, yeah. That's why I always like, I get very defensive when people are like, oh, I like Sehun too. Like, I was like, you don't, bitch. You just watch a few <laughs> YouTube videos. Like, how dare you to call, like, put like the standard there. You wouldn't put that on yourself if you'd be like, oh, I love my boyfriend. Yeah. Spend some money then. That's the easiest, way, quickest way to show your love. It's like uh, saying that you support Manchester United but you only know Ronaldo. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I'm really mindful because the laptop is only 5% Yay! right now. So we thank have to wrap everyone. it up. Bye. So yes, thank you everyone for listening to uh, this extent. You know, um, this sounds like it's a... <laughs> I was about to say series, but I'm like, shut the fuck up. No. We're, we're not starting a series. It's just an episode. Come the fuck down, Aaron. Come your titties. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Stay high, stay low, stay hydrated. Have a lovely weekend. And uh, yeah, send... Uh, I don't know what to say. Wrap it up. Faster. Yay. Send Maybe go, I don't know, listen to EXO or something. I okay. Uh, Final thing. Uh, what's your favorite XO song? Right before we wrap it up. I should don't. Top three. I actually don't. Recommend uh, one song okay, to yeah. new XO listeners. There's no new XO listener, but if you're interested in <laughs> XO, uh, maybe if you want to know how XO is, maybe you can go have a look, watch uh, Monster MV because I think Sehun looked the best in that MV. I was really into the leather jacket and gloves. Anyway, bye. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs>